Hey, this is Jody Maynard of Forever Voice. I am back, y'all. All right, so this episode is my Mother's Day. It's my Mother's Day that's unlike the Mother's Day from last year. It's something that I wanted to talk about because we are one year past and it's important. And I need everybody to understand that people going through the grieving process, we have thoughts that you probably never imagined, but I need to bring it to the forefront. So that's what I'm attempting to do. I hope this episode is helpful to you, helpful in a way that will allow you to understand, maybe not assume that what I'm going through is exactly what someone else is going through, but at least to understand that the thoughts are different, the feelings are different. The smallest phrase may hurt someone. One word may hurt someone just because of the way that they are processing after or post whatever traumatic experience, whatever grieving experience. So having said that, I want to go ahead and get started so we can dig into this thing. Mother's Day, new beginning. Let's get started. Let's do the work, y'all. Let's go. Hey, Jody of Fervor Voice, one year past. I want to talk about Mother's Day because it's May. And one year past, last year, had that new Mother's Day, felt very different than it did this year. It was still painful. There was that realization there that something has definitely changed, definitely changed. I was just talking to my coach yesterday and explaining to her that I understand now what she was trying to explain to me a few years back. When she said, Jody, you don't even know the state of mind that you're in until you're out of it. So it's, it's gonna take you a minute. You know, she would call and she would say, good. I was like, oh yeah. That, that was soon after BJ had passed away. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd want to continue on with the next task. I want to continue on with the next thing. And in the middle of it, in the middle of the meeting, in the middle of the coaching, I just break down. And she said, that's okay. That's all right. She knew what she was looking at. I just didn't want to accept it. I just felt like, yeah, I just got to keep powering through. We're talking a couple of months after BJ's passing and me feeling like I don't know this weird sense of euphoria that just came from out of nowhere and then dropped me up and down up and down you know it was just like a roller coaster with how I was feeling and how I felt I needed to keep going and you know it was just kind of up and down no I'm good stop telling stop saying things like it ain't hit you yet stop that I didn't know, but there was a certain sense of that that I didn't see, that I'm starting to see now. Having said that, I didn't realize that there was definitely a numbness going on at that time. One year passed, like Mother's Day, and the months before that, there was definitely a numbness that first year just something I think that psychologically my mind just did 
I think it's something that physically my body just did its best to handle. I feel like the body does read certain signs before the brain even knows what's up. Because this year, like I said last year, my um, my great nephew, Taylor, was born on Mother's Day last year. So his birthday this year is day before Mother's Day. So I get to the birthday party and I'm like, I'm like two hours late, not one hour, two hours late. And my sister-in-law came to me. She hugged me so tight. And I was like, what? What's wrong? (laughs) And I asked her, are you okay? And she was like, I was worried about you. I didn't know if I was going to have to come by the house or what. And I'm like, oh, no. No, I was fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Okay, two hours late to the birth. I'm not usually that late. I didn't realize that I was feeling away. Mother's Day's coming. My sister-in-law already knew it. She, Adrian already knew it. She was just like, I, okay. I'm glad that you're good. But really, I wasn't. And that's what I mean about your body kind of reading it before your brain can catch up. Yeah, my body was already starting to get to that place of weariness. My brain hadn't caught that, though. I didn't know. But when I retracted my steps, thought about some things, there was no reason for me to be two hours late. I started moping around. There was no reason for me to be two hours late. Nothing was going on. I had nothing that was pressing, that had to be done, that was, you know, had me pinched for time. Nope, none of that. None of that. I look back on what I was wearing even. Now, this has only been, what, is that a week? Maybe two weeks? It has been. What I wore, it's just odd. It was just odd. But I couldn't quite pick up on that. Now I'm looking back and I'm saying to myself, yeah, that period of numbness that existed last year is making me feel in a whole different way this year. I wanted to celebrate Mother's Day last year. And I did, in a sense. But this year, I straight up didn't want to be bothered with it. I straight up didn't want it. Got to pull Brian in one more time. I was upset. I was just sad. I was like, I don't, I don't want to celebrate Mother's Day. That's not even what I want. I don't want to celebrate that. I only have half, half of my heart here. Which is to be, listen, that's to be celebrated. But at the time, I was like, Mm-mm. Mother's Day is just, that's just not my thing. It's just not. I'm over it. I don't want to celebrate it. I have no desire to celebrate Mother's Day at all. This day can just come and go. And I don't even want to talk about it. 
I didn't send out any kind of Mother's Day anything. I didn't wish anybody any, uh, nothing. None of that. If you texted me or if you said Happy Mother's Day, I responded. But nobody got anything celebratory for Mother's Day from nobody. Now they could sound selfish, it could sound mean, it could sound inconsistent, it could sound all kinds of negative. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But it's something about telling the truth about how you feel and seeing your reaction for what it actually is. Even last year, I sent out celebratory Mother's Day cards and things, flowers and things. I did that last year. But I had no desire to do it at all this year. And I ain't mad at me. I ain't mad. That's how I felt. It's exactly how I felt. And my daughter, my husband gave me a Mother's Day gift and it was a very nice Mother's Day gift. It was very, that was very, you know, it was very sweet. It had to do with something that I needed when I'm in my special place. <laughs> and I use it. I've used it several times. But, yeah, it just felt different in a way that I wasn't interested in ever feeling again. And I can only say that that's that numbness that's wearing off little by little and allowing me to feel. Just like on my birthday. That week was rough. That whole month of March was rough. The month of May has been rough. That's Mother's Day. That's my anniversary. My anniversary is tomorrow. That's 27 years. 27 years. It's a joyous occasion, yes. But this is also a time where my kids would celebrate with us. Mother's Day, the kids would celebrate with us. That was when I got an opportunity to be spoiled and say, it's my day. Walk around, it's my day. And BJ said, oh, God. Oh. Ooh, she had to deal with on Mother's Day. Yeah, I was. I made a joke out of it. I love that. I live for that. Get on everybody's nerves on Mother's Day. Because it was my day. And all of a sudden, that's just not fun anymore. It's just not. Understanding one year past, right? Understanding one year past, things are still changing. My feelings are still changing. How is it that one year past, it hurts more than it did the first year. How is that? I can only explain that by saying that that numbness is wearing off. 
And I do feel like the second year is a little tougher. Because now the changes in my life, they're just part of my life now. And now I'm starting to feel. The only problem with feeling is that it hurts on a different level. Good thing about it is that you can identify it and you can work with it. That's the good thing about it. I don't smile about that every day. But yeah, today I do. Because I recognize that I'm moving further ahead in my healing process. And even if you don't suffer the same circumstances that I do, if you're not walking in my shoes, there's probably still something going on with you that has caused you grief that you haven't dealt with. And I hope you think about it. I hope you consider it. I hope you consider the long drawn out process that it is and how important it is write about it, refer back to it, think about what stages you were in at what time, and say, oh yeah, I remember that. I was wilding. When you think about those times and you think about how you changed your whole thought process in a matter of months, it almost doesn't even make sense. But it's the truth. Even the word death at this point in my life, I don't even like the word anymore. I just completed training for hospice. For some reason, I have been drawn to that. And I can honestly say that I have enjoyed every minute of it, honestly. Just being in the presence of people that need you and being able to give some love from a space that is hurt and somehow it helps heal. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I just feel it. <laughs> that's, that's just what happens. Some way, somehow. It feeds the heart. Some way, somehow. So when people say, as they continue to say during training, death, blah, blah, blah. a transition for me. That word doesn't even sit right with me because it doesn't identify with the people that we love. They didn't close the door. They didn't just walk away. It's not over with. It's, I receive signals all the time, messages all the time. And they're never wrong if I'm listening. They're never, ever wrong. At least they sure haven't been so far, and I don't expect them to be. They're never ever wrong. So even considering something such as a word has even changed for me, it is a transition for me. Because he has moved on to another plane, another space. That's how I feel about it. I didn't have a feeling about it before, He's, you know. He's gone, my baby's gone. I can't have, you know, he's in spirit, he's gone. But now, after doing 
altar work, after spending time reading and studying and doing these things, now have a new perspective. After talking to my daughter and talking about, you know, death penalty for these three people. And her saying, no, no, no. I don't believe in the death penalty. And her explaining why. Because for me, oh no, you, no, 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 you don't get to do that. But after I talked to her, and after she said to me, Mom, those fears do not leave those people. There is nothing that we need to do as far as punishing. He's not going to have one more day of peace in his life. That's why he does the things that he does. And she's talking about the one that shot her brother. He's not going to have one more day of peace. He hasn't had peace. Which is why he continued to do the things that he did. That's why. And I agree with that. I just couldn't see it. I just couldn't see it. He's behind bars. And I believe that he will remain there. And I also believe that it would be a little bit easy to say, yeah, I think the death penalty would, uh, yeah, I think that would be suitable, but not now, not now. Not why I say let it take its course. Let it take its course. I've done all I've needed to do where that's concerned. One year passed, one year passed. One year passed, like I said in a previous episode, I can look at those people, look at that, those mug shots that they have. I, I can look at them and I can look at their names and I can think about my son. And I can say he knew what was going on. And I can also say he told me many times, nobody can stop that process, mom. And everybody's got to answer. In due time, Ma. Nobody can stop that process. And he's right. Absolutely right. So acceptance, one year past. I can accept. I can accept that my family has changed. I can absolutely do that. But I can also accept that there's some things that I just can't handle right now. They just don't make me happy. And Mother's Day is one of them. And I don't feel guilty about saying it at all. I have no desire to celebrate that right now. Maybe that's anger. I'm not sure. I can accept it, whatever it is. Whatever that feeling may be. I just call it normal. I just call it normal. Yeah. My reaction this year, Mother's Day, very different. Stoic. And I needed some time to myself. But I made it through. We'll see what happens next year. I have no idea. I have no expectations. Just to be healthy enough to make my way through 
And whenever I come out to be that much stronger, it's literally all I can say, literally all I can hope for. One year passed, your Mother's Day, and even newer Mother's Day, a different Mother's Day, but a Mother's Day nonetheless. I'm grateful for this process. I'm grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for my listeners. Every single piece of this has helped me to grow and helped me to strengthen. And it's going to help me grow and strengthen others as well. There's so many things going on right now. I don't even know which one needs to be focused on first. Because I'm coaching now. Student coach, parent coach. I support students and parents from a coaching perspective, not academic. And I support them as an advocate in the school system. I'm also supporting those grieving, as I said, through the hospice services. It's incredible. I would not have been able to do any of this and focus on any of this if I hadn't had the opportunity to walk away from what I had known for so many years. And then not to be scary, to walk away. Just what I needed to do. And do it. And I'm glad I did what I needed to do and I'm glad I had the support to do what I needed to do. And we'll see how it turns out. It'll definitely be, I know this, better than it was before. So one year passed and eventually it'll be two years passed. And we'll see where I end up there. Wherever it is that I end up, it'll be even stronger. It'll be even greater than it is now. That's all I have for you. The changes, accepting them, talking about them, coming to terms with them. One year passed. An even newer Mother's Day. Thank you for listening. I'm out, y'all. Have a beautiful day. Bye. All right, y'all, you know I got to do it. This is the very end of the episode. And at the end of the episode, I do the same thing. I do the recap. All right, so for the recap, the points that I want to make, I'm going to run through them quickly. This was kind of a long episode, I feel like. (laughs) So I need to run through this quickly. State of mind, um, I just want to make a point about that. Just the different state of mind that I was experiencing this year for Mother's Day totally different, totally different from last year. And I break that down. Second point was just that the mind and the body, you know, they kind of work a little bit differently. They're in sync, but I think that they're in sync in a different way. (laughs) They have to collide and come together, but one's working a little faster than the other. That's my experience. And I spoke about how my sister-in-law just knew instinctively when I didn't know. I, I talked about how Adrian just knew and um, how she thought about me and thought about what might be going on and just, yeah, she acted on it 
and her action was inaction. To wait for her cue and respond. And yeah, I'm grateful for her. So grateful for her. Um, Mother's Day is is a no for me right now. It's a no for me. That is the truth. And I needed to say it. You know, that was a point that was important to bring up. I'm just, I'm I'm too hurt from it right now. So it's a no for me. Um, I noticed that I'm feeling again. Um, The numbness that I thought was, yeah, I I can get through this. I can, I can push on past this. I got that fight in me. Yep. That was, um, that was a, um, not a, not a cover up, but it was more of a shield. It was, it was a shield. It was protecting me. That numbing was protecting me at the time. And I talked about that and the fact that I'm starting to feel again. That uh, shield kind of, it's, it's come off. It's almost like a, a scab that's healing a wound. It's, it, it'll start falling away eventually. Um, the word death, you know, it's, it's just a negative, for me, it's a negative word carries a negative connotation didn't used to but it does and and sometimes I still do slip and say it and when I slip and say it it's even like ooh, that hurt you know so yeah certain phrases certain words and that's one word that is just difficult for me and I talked about a word that I use in place of that also finding peace and fulfillment through my grief the adventures that I've taken on that's something that I discuss and also what I found myself doing for my heart to continue the process. There are certain things that I have found myself doing for my heart to continue, to continue that process because I'm not done. It's nowhere near done. Nowhere near. This is a lifelong situation, a lifelong um, process. And I'm literally never going to be the same. I'm never going to be the same. That doesn't mean that I'm less fun or less it it doesn't mean that it means I'm a different kind of individual so yeah I also talked about what accountability looked like for those individuals that have to do with my son's transition how it happened Uh, I didn't talk about how it happened but I did talk about thinking through the accountability piece for them all three of them, that one in particular that actually pulled the trigger. So yeah, I was open about that. I feel good about that. And I hope that after listening, I hope that you understood a little bit more about how the process goes and not to necessarily sit in a sad space for individuals, but to wait for that cue. And when you get that cue, you can act on it. And even if there are some times where you say some things that really hurt an individual, it is okay. It is okay. No malice intended. So it is okay. It's how you learn. You literally don't learn about things until you mess them up. So it's okay. We are forgiving people. (laughs) We just are. So, yeah. In uh, wrapping that up, I need to dedicate this episode to my sister-in-law, Adrian because she held my heart. She held my heart again, again. <laughs> she held my heart the, a few weeks before at uh, that ceremony that we 
attended for her grandson, but she was still looking out, still holding my heart. And I just want to say to you, Adrian, you know I love you. We've been through. <laughs> We've been through. We came out stronger on the other side, and we still have missions to accomplish together, and we'll be there for each other. It's just who we are. That's just who we are. Love you, sis. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you can gain something from it. I will be back with you soon. New things coming up. Please take a look at my new website. Uh, My website now is fervervoice.com. My email is jody at fervervoice.com. There are some new things coming down the pipes, and I'll get to that on the next episode. But just so that you know, there are some changes and there's some growth that's happening steadily and it will continue to happen. That's the way I want it. So be encouraged. Know that everything you need to be successful, to be valuable, you already encompass within yourself, but you must tap into it. Do that and you're going to be fine. You will be fine. This is Jody signing off of Fervor Voice. Thank you for listening. Appreciate y'all. Love you. Bye.